This week on Alitics Podcast, we talk to Devin Strickler, who owns and operates Life Moments Candle Company. Her shop, which has a Lidditz address, is nestled in the village of Brickerville, just north of the downtown. Devin is an amazing conversationalist, and she talked to us about being a veteran, what it's like running a small business, and what brought her to the area. While this episode is 90 minutes long, we promise you'll be captivated by Devin's story as well as her personality. I think if I can just help one person maybe every day, just realize like, you got this. If I can be that for someone for one day, I feel like I've done my job better than selling a thousand candles. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Alinix Podcast. This week we have Devin Strickler, who owns Life Moments Candle Company just north of downtown Lidditz in Brookerville. Welcome, Devin. Hi, guys. Why don't you tell us where you were born and raised? Yeah, so it's kind of a funny story and at the same time not funny at all, but I claim Florida, um, so I am definitely not from these parts, which a lot of Pennsylvania folks like to call me out on when I pronounce you know, various cities and townships wrong. Um, But I like to claim Florida because that is pretty much where I was raised. But I actually was born in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, But my family, when I was like a year, maybe even less, uh, drove down to Florida, never looked back. So technically Connecticut, but I, like I said, claim Florida, went to high school, everything, all that uh, down there. So I'm definitely used to warmer weather. (laughs) So I also saw you're a veteran, which thank you so much for your service. Tell us uh, uh, where you served and for how long and and, uh, what made you enlist? Yeah, so actually my husband and I both are uh, veterans and we served in the army um, coincidentally at the same time, but we did not meet each other in the service at the same time. So we actually met after. Uh, I did enlist back in 2008 and then I got out, I believe it was 2011, might've been 12. But I, growing up, just kind of always had this drive to do something (laughs) with my life. I think we all kind of go through that stage in life at times. And I just knew college wasn't exactly the thing for me. Um, I wanted to go. I did end up going. The military actually paid for that for me. Um, But I wasn't very good at test taking. (laughs) So it was kind of this like, you know what? I can't apply myself in this capacity to get to where I want to go in life. But I know I can show up physically and mentally and maybe with a little bravery um, into, you know, kind of this line of work. And I definitely have my grandfather to thank for that as well. He had actually served in World War II and was in the Army. And it just kind of seemed like the right thing to do. So I did actually enlist in the Army when I was 17. Uh, so I needed parental consent, uh, which my my mother and my father did do for me. I didn't actually ship off uh, to basic training, which was at, uh, we like to call it Relaxing Jackson, which is in South Carolina. Um, it's supposed to be an easier Post. I don't know if my basic training was easy. Uh, it was definitely it was definitely some hard times. Uh, but I did that when I was 18. Um, sadly, my mother had passed away of cancer in 2008. So thankfully, the military did let me kind of delay that entry. But that kind of just lit even more of a fire for me to serve. And uh, I'm, I'm the only girl in my family. So just kind of going about that route for me. And so I was in South Carolina. I ended up uh, stationed over at Fort Lee, Virginia. Uh, so you can kind of see where I start like going up the East Coast here from my Florida, Florida lifestyle. 
And uh, I did deploy to Haiti. So I did, I guess, go back way down south um, during Operation uh, Unified Response. I was a chaplain's assistant when I was in the military. So I actually worked with the side of the military that does religious things, um, making sure soldiers get what they need from kind of a spiritual aspect of it. Uh, So I deployed there. I was 21 when I was deployed to Haiti. Uh, Definitely becoming an adult in a third world country will definitely change your perspective on the world. But yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. Very happy that I went in. Um, Happy to have that background. So thank you for thanking me and, and just wanting to hear a little bit about that. Tell us what inspired you to, to start a candle business. Yeah. I mean, how do you go from army <laughs> to candle making? Yeah, there was, um, there was no smooth segue into that. So I just. No, no, there wasn't. No, there was no, there was a great question. But in my life, there wasn't definitely like that smooth transition either. So I have always had this very like entrepreneur type of mentality. I think I work best when it's me in charge, um, which I think kind of sounds bad, but I don't know, maybe it doesn't. Um, I just like to be creative and I like to kind of be able to kind of do that own thing. I, I was always that kid in school. Maybe you guys out there listening can relate to this as well, but you know, you get stuck in the group projects. And then you're the only one doing the work. <laughs> that, that was me. <laughs> so anyways, when I got out of the military, um, I had a college education. Um, like I said, the Army actually had helped me pay for that. I worked um, as a preschool teacher and preschool assistant, which I loved. Um, but that was definitely, you know, the nine to five job. And long of the short, I just one day told myself, like, I'm, I'm going to make candles. I like candles. I should try this. And it took me down this rabbit hole of figuring out, finding out just how bad regular candles on the market are for you. And so that led me into soy wax candles. And it really was just this kind of happenstance. Uh, and lots of Googling and YouTubing, which I think is what we all do these days when we want to find out something or learn something. And it just developed into, well, I'm going to make this for myself. You know what? Hey, I can make this for other people. You know, hey, I can do this without having to have a part-time job. And it kind of just kept rolling from there. But I've been making candles now since um, about 2016. So 2016. Eventually, yeah. you, you get to open up uh, your own business called Life Moments Candles. Tell us about the name Life Moments Candles. What does that mean to you? Yeah. So again, like another long story, but I'm going to keep it short because I do like to talk. Um, We we started the business back in 2016, but we were just kind of doing, I don't want to say generic candles, but candles that just were candles. I mean, and that's good. I mean, you you can get candles anywhere and you can never have enough of them. That's great. It wasn't until 2019 that I realized I really enjoyed what I was doing. I'm a very go-go person and I deal with a lot of anxiety. I'm one of those types too. And so candle making is a really supposed to be smooth process, but it's also a very patient process, which is the total opposite, I think, of who I am and what I am. So it really helps to kind of mellow me out. And I just decided I needed to take this to another level. So we actually started Life Moments Candle Company as a brand. Like it was just supposed to be a line or a collection, a series, if you will, of candles. And we started with eight. So um, not a whole lot, not even 10, just eight, an odd number. 
of, of these candles and just pushed them out there and put a lot of intention behind them as far as these moments, you know, Life Moments Candle Co. We are making these candles that connect to things people go through, remember, you know, live and love by. And it kind of just took off. <laughs> and I realized how much I really enjoyed the creative process of trying to match sense to these memories that are, you know, ingrained, they're kind of photographic, if you will, in our minds, um, and then trying to see if other people would kind of have that same response back. So I did it basically because I wanted to, and I didn't see that being out there in the market already. And I'm from this generation where like we still had digital cameras, like not on your phone. <laughs> like it was a separate thing from your cellular device. <laughs> so I remembered all of these times that you would celebrate and you'd share and you'd physically take a picture of it. Um, and it, it felt, I don't want to say it felt more honest, but it just felt like you were truly capturing a moment where in today's day and age, anybody and everybody can whip out their phone and take a picture. And it, it's almost lost, I think, a little bit of its ability to be cherished. So I don't know if that makes sense, but that's why I did it. I wanted to slow things down and I wanted to really honor stuff that we we live through. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great answer and it makes a lot of sense to me. So we know that you started in Florida, or actually you started in Hartford, Connecticut, and then went down to Florida and then to South Carolina and then Haiti. But what brought you to Lidditz, like this area? Yeah, I mean, cue like romantic joke here, um, but I don't have one. It would have been really good if I was prepared. But no, I met my husband down in Florida, who is actually from the Burnville area up here in Pennsylvania. Um, it was really by something not in my control that he would happen to be down in Florida in my hometown, uh, which I had gone back to after the military for a short period of time, getting my life kind of put back together. And I don't know, one day, we were dating, obviously, everything, but one day he was just like, hey, you know, I'm from Pennsylvania. Are you sick of living here in Florida? And I just was like, you know what? Yeah, there's a lot of things in Florida that want to eat me. And it's also really hot here. So let's go. <laughs> so we packed up our truck and our kid. We only had one kid at the time. And uh, it was a really tiny truck. And that was a really long drive. going to be honest with you guys. It was a ridiculously long drive. I was in the little co-pilot, like, back seat, turned sideways the whole ride up from Florida to Pennsylvania. Uh, but I did not regret my decision once. I enjoy the cooler weather. But that's how I actually ended up here in Pennsylvania. I think we've been here now seven years seven or eight years and uh yeah that's how i ended up here and as far as the shop goes uh we ended up in Lidditz because we would always drive past Lidditz. um we do a lot of our supplies um kind of kind of collaboration if you will uh here locally so everything that we use is is made in america um but then whatever we can get our hands on that is locally produced we do so I'll a couple of my suppliers i would drive through Lidditz in order to get to. And yeah, I just passed through and I was like, this is charming. <laughs> this is a nice place to stay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us um, about some of your biggest sellers and maybe your personal favorite scent that you have in your collection. So I have two children now and that's like ask like two physical children. And that's like asking me to pick between them. <laughs> it really is. So our collection 
our collection of candles, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's about 40. So I think we have about 40 that are here kind of throughout the year. This excludes the Christmas candles, which is its own thing every year. And it's kind of crazy. Um, so we, and customers always ask me this too, but we have kind of like a rotating top 10, which I won't list all of them. You just should come in to the store and then I'll list it off for you then. And then just come back a week later and I'll probably give you a whole new list. But it really depends. <laughs> It really does depend on the season, of course. And then it really depends on, I want to say people's moods. Again, every single candle that we make, um, it connects to a life moment. So, I mean, I've seen people walk into my store and they start crying because they look at grandpa's tobacco pipe, which is one of my husband's favorites. And they just, it brings them right back. And, you know, maybe they lost their grandfather that year. I've had people literally propose actually in my store um, right in front of the happy ever after. Yeah, we had a, a couple that did that um, just this past Christmas proposed in our store. And uh, so that was a beautiful thing to witness. But as far as the best sellers currently, um, so Lidditz is definitely, I would say, always in the top five. Our Lidditz candle came out. Actually, it's been a year now. So congrats, Lidditz. There you go. A little round of applause for Lidditz. Lidditz came out in February of last year, and it smells, as I've been told and as I made it, um, smells exactly like milk chocolate Wilburbuds, which is for, of course, the chocolate factory, mm. uh, which isn't not necessarily doing its thing over there now, but people love it because it, it reminds them of that. And when they used to be able to open the windows and smell the chocolate, you know, being made. Uh, so Lidditz is definitely by far a bestseller. Um, Sunday mornings is a lavender lemon. People love that one. Uh, we've also got Pennsylvania sunsets, which is one of my personal favorite. Um, it's actually inspired by one of the first houses that we lived in when we moved up here. It's a sweet tobacco vanilla. And I, if I could live in a candle, that would probably be it. It's, to me, heavenly. I don't really know how else to describe it, but if you like more of those feel-good, cozy scents, it's definitely that. And uh, yeah, I mean, Mom's Fresh Baked Cookies, It's it smells like chocolate chip cookies. I mean, there's just too many. So <laughs> I have quite a few, but Pennsylvania Sunsets, I th this would be like cue the applause, you know, sound there. I think that would be the winner. Nice. <laughs> for <That's> me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So besides candles, what other products uh, do you carry in the store? Mostly candles, but <laughs> it's a good question. Um, we do really cater to family. You know, we really want you to feel like family when you come into the store. If you have a family, kids or no kids, um, we want you to have something that just kind of just makes you feel homey. So we do do hand soaps now, foaming hand soaps. Uh, we also do room sprays or linen sprays, um, both of which we do not actually make. Um, a company out of Mount Joy, a small business, Ladybug Suds and Scrubs, little plug in for them. She, which we actually partnered during the, the pandemic to help each other out. She makes them for me, but she does use our oils. So all of the soaps and the room sprays we do exactly match our candles because her and I work together on that. So that's a really cool thing because I do not have any extra time on my hands. I'm making a lot of candles, um, but she does it for me. It's Lisa over there at Ladybug Suds and Scrubs. Um, but then we also try to bring in, um, you know, local artists and other people um, that are just starting their businesses, um, doing consignment, doing wholesale with them. But a lot of it is catered to the home and then to to families, specifically families with small children. 
um, just because that's what that's what I'm doing. So we have two kids and they're great. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool. Now, I know if this was a trending thing a few weeks ago, um, you know, just having Senator Bernie, you know, appear in any uh, any photo you take. But uh, tell us about your famous Bernie's mittens candle. Yeah. So if I knew, you know, pre-COVID, right, that potentially politics would be saving my business a little bit, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> like, we, we avoid that, right? I mean, that I think that's a staple for a lot of business. Avoid politics. Don't talk about it or at least stay neutral. And we've definitely, like Moments Candle Co. is definitely, you know, we're always neutral. It's anyone's welcome. Um, but I did. I did, too, as you addressed, you know, saw this going around. And, you know, laughter is always the best medicine for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to laugh at yourself especially, which I hope Bernie's doing. God love the man because he was plastered everywhere. But <laughs> I did. I hopped on the social media trend. I just decided to slap together a candle based off of a basically like a hold my beer joke uh, meme that I saw and I put it together and you know what it really did sell and uh, I'm really grateful for it we, we you know brought it down it was like a sale price candle it wasn't our normal price ones and it was just good to be able to do something that had a bit of you know levity to it because it's such a it's such a tough time for so many people. I mean, I can't tell you how many people are touched by what's going on through whatever's going on, you know, because there's so much that's happening now. But it was definitely uh, it was definitely a good thing to, to jump on the train for. I know other candle companies had done it as well. I know people have been making his actual mittens and selling them to like patterns, crocheters. So it really kind of became this global thing. So I would say if you didn't see the memes, you're missing out and you probably <laughs> because there's some really good ones <laughs> there are there are tons of them i uh i even <laughs> took a walk around Lidditz and i put them on a birdhouse here and i saw them lit i was like oh i can't believe i'm jumping on this train but <laughs> it was a cool thing to do. i definitely think so yeah <laughs> well and actually the, the bernie mittens candle wasn't your first political candle i remember after the first uh presidential debate you you came out with a a uh, two candles actually one yeah. from the right and one from the left, each with a uh, a, a it's quote on them, quote. and and it seems like they were they were pretty hot sellers too. They were huge. So yes, I was gonna. I didn't know if we were gonna bring it up or not. You know, it's one of those fun things. Do we talk about it? Do we not talk about it? Let's just talk about it. The the elephant and the donkey in the room, right? But no. So we did do that. You know, I think and, it, and there's no soapbox here. So whoever's listening, it's okay. You can keep listening. I just think that we have to have some fun with it. And it's it's not because there's not big, scary things happening. And it's not because there's not major decisions being made. But it's just that we're human and we're supposed to try to come together. And if it means laughing together, then at least we're doing it together. So, yeah, those were actually very popular. We did Trump and Biden. Um, candles because again we're very neutral and yeah i watched the debates it was right after the debates i picked my favorite quote from them and they sold like hotcakes so again that's kind of goes back to my my original open to this that i never thought politics would save my business but i i applaud both men and bernie because they did a good job for life moments <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> during a pandemic but no they were a huge hit on both sides and honestly i saw a lot of good from it more than i would have seen i think any negativity um everyone was very respectful that bought them everybody had a good laugh with them so yeah thanks for bringing those up because it was a lot of fun to make them <laughs> so so you and i first met when when you opened your little library outside your shop tell, tell us about that yeah so that again it kind of goes back to what we want the the vibe i guess of our store to be and and what we want to be i think as a business in the community i'm just i'm very focused on if you're going to plug in somewhere, plug in and be something somewhere. So we planted roots down in Lititz and I love my store there. And I just knew, especially in the little plaza. So if, if you guys don't know, we're just outside of um, downtown Lititz and we're still Lititz. Um, we like to say that we're the, the stepchild of Lititz because we're like way in the backyard, but we, we can wave at you. And um, we're over there in the Brookerville shops behind the Brookerville family restaurant. Don't ask me what road because I don't know. I take all my directions by like where the three-legged dog lives in the big red barn so i never know where i am proximity to things <laughs> sorry that's perfect i love it yeah. i was born in the country okay well i was born in hartford connecticut i didn't lie but i was born in the down south of country so <laughs> anyways with that being said um <laughs> I love it. With that being said, we wanted to plug in. So one of the things that we saw when we were in the shops was that um, there wasn't necessarily a catering to families again, or um, just giving not that the shops don't give they do, of course, but you have to have that connection to community, whether it's a community center, whether it's an actual library, you know, the Girl Scouts going door to door, whatever it might be, it's the stuff that is like the staple of the times before COVID, I like to think, which we did put this little library up before all of that. Um, but we wanted to bring that. So we actually partnered with Billy, uh, Billy Zarillo, and he is um, one of our good customers. His wife is a Candle Club member. And I said, hey, I can't build anything, which is why I make candles. Um, do you know anything about wood and what hammers do? And he said, yes. And I said, great, I got a project for you. And uh, lo and behold, he was able to make our little library. We dedicated it to our shops and to him, uh, which again, he does a lot of these like financial services and just helps families stay on their feet and be prepared for you know, whatever comes your way. And even, and of course, not just families, you know, single folks and, and newlyweds and all that too. And we put it together and it's been a huge hit. I, you know, I just left the shop tonight and that thing is overflowing and it's from kids books to teens to adults. And it's just so good to have there. And, you know, for a candle company that focuses itself on moments, it's great to have these books <laughs> that are outside the store because these candles that we share are like little chapters of my own life and my family's life and the people around me and people I've interacted with my whole life. And so books and candles, they go together. So yeah, no, I'm glad that you brought that up too. It was a fun project to do. It'll definitely stay. And I, I hope, I mean, I love it. I'm hoping the community is loving it too. Tell our listeners, if, in case they don't know, what a little free library is. Sure, yeah. So it's another thing that kind of became a big trend. I'm not exactly sure when, so I won't quote a date. Um, but they've been popping up in front of people's houses, you know, dentist office, you know, the parks, stuff like that. And I said, you know, why not have one here? And basically how it works is you can, I think there's actually a website you can go to. So you can Google it and they can actually send you signage and stuff like that. I think you can even register them. So it's actually a pretty cool thing. I didn't go as far to get all this registration and stuff done, but it is 
a little place, a nook that you put books into and you have the community kind of give back by also adding their books in. And uh, it's this kind of continual exchange revolving door of free books. And actually during the pandemic, we also put um, cards, like actual, you know, you hand write, not a text message (laughs) card, not an email, you know, not a voicemail um, cards into these as well. And we gave out cards to the community as just little ways of helping people kind of receive positive notes and positive encouragement throughout the pandemic. So we haven't been doing that as much, but again, basically free little libraries work in the way of just a free exchange. I've even seen them during the pandemic as well, be turned into like little mini food banks where people put food in them instead of books and people can come and take. So yeah, if you've never seen one, definitely come and check ours out over in Lidditz. I believe there's one in downtown Lidditz too, like on your way into town as well. And uh, yeah, drop a book off, go see what books are there. You're welcome to return it or you can keep it. You can bring back another book. It's a fun little thing. Tell us about some of the other uh, places around Lancaster County or Lidditz that carry your product. Yes. Okay. So that super duper exciting because we actually got additionals this year like we came into 2021 and i wasn't expecting to pick up new wholesalers or new places that would be carrying us and it was just we got slammed right in the beginning so there's a couple of places i want to first direct you to our website um so it would be www.lifemoment candleco.com and the reason for that is i actually which i do the website little round of applause for me because that was a big learning process uh but down at the very bottom of that website um you'll actually see where we are at and if you click on the logos of the people um it should take you right to their website as well so we are definitely in a few places in pennsylvania we're also in maryland at this time um but you guys i think would know purple robin which is down in downtown Lidditz. sure we partnered up with them yeah we partnered up with them um, just before Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. And we have seen a huge hit, huge success with being over there, uh, which has been so so much fun. Uh, I mentioned Ladybug Suds and Scrubs earlier, which is um, out of Mount Joy. So they're just kind of up the road. Um, we've also got a place now in Mechanicsburg. Uh, we've also got a p- place out in East Pete. I don't want to butcher any of these names, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Go to the website. We have a couple places. If we're not close to you, I'm sure that there will be. And if we're not close to you, don't talking so we can be closer to you and we'll try to get ourselves into some other places too that's pretty awesome that uh, hopefully we can get you into some even more places and get your name out there but you have a candle club could you so i hear you have a candle club could you give us more information on that absolutely so candle club was something that we started um, back in january of 2020 I always get those dates weird, right? Like, okay, we're in a new year, January. Okay, it's been a year, anniversary. There we go. But I started it over a year ago now. And it was designed to basically be a, like a loyalty or rewards program. And I, soy wax candles can be expensive. Anything that's good for you is expensive. That's just kind of the world that we live in nowadays. And I wanted to create this program that would then allow people to get what they really want for less. 
So Candle Club was designed to be that kind of incentive and reward to people. And it's basically a monthly membership. Um, so they can find out, they can read more about it on our website that I mentioned earlier. But basically, you sign up for it. There's a membership fee. That membership fee gives you a free candle every month. If you don't get to come in that month, you get to come in, you know, three months down the road, two months down the road, a month down the road and pick it up. So it does roll over. And then it gives you a continuous discount on our candles. So if you buy any additional um, candles while you're in the store, you get discounts as well. But I have to shout out. So if you are out there listening and you're a Candle Club member, which we are now, if I kind of looked at this correctly, I haven't checked it in a little bit, but I believe we are at 260. 75, 76 people um, signed up, right? Isn't that incredible? Like, that's a lot of people. I have to kind of just take a moment and like pat myself on the back there because that's that's a big deal. And uh, so I have to say, if you're out there listening and you're a Kindle Club member, thank you so much. Um, they've heard me say this time and time again. Thank you. <laughs> because it really helped us survive the pandemic. You know, we're still facing that. A lot of small businesses are. I'm grateful that I had this idea to give back so early in the year before obviously COVID kind of came through and was kind of this train wreck, but people joined, people stayed on and it really helped me and my family. You know, this is our livelihood. This is, this is what we do. Um, People sometimes are surprised when they walk in and they say, well, what does your husband do? I'm like, well, he keeps the kids alive. That's that's one thing. And sometimes he feeds me, which which is me. I'm not good at cooking. I make nice candles, but I can't cook. Um, but he does it. He works for me. He works for us. This is his business, too. He handles all the shipping. And if you ever send us an email, he more than likely is the one responding to the emails as well. So when people hear that and they're like, wow, you just make candles. And I'm like, yep. I just make candles. Would you like to buy five? (laughs) It's our livelihood. And Candle Club has helped us maintain that livelihood um, and and keep us going through these these tough times. And and as a result, I mean, they're getting candles for, you know, an amazing deal, plus the free candle, plus exclusive offers, plus giveaways. I mean, it's just I love to give. I have a problem and they know that, but they don't take advantage of it. So it's great. It's a good, good working relationship. So. Hey, well, 276 uh, members so far and growing. I think that's pretty awesome. And hopefully it can continues to grow. Mystery boxes are currently popular with many businesses. Tell us about your mystery box and what people can expect in, when they purchase them. So right now they can expect nothing because we already sold them off. <sighs> but I know, I know. I saw this question. I was like, oh, guys, but it's okay because we are going to be doing more mystery boxes in our um, anniversary month, which is May. So in May, we're going to be two years old as far as our store anniversary. Because again, we've been making candles longer, um, but we moved into Lidditz in May of 2019. So it'll be our two year anniversary. Definitely going to do mystery boxes. Um, We just did a round of them. And the round that we did was four different candles. And, you know, I can't give too much away because it's a mystery, but you get four candles. And I actually added in a handwritten note into each one. We sold over 60. I think it was 65 was the final count. And it helped us buy our new melter. So I used to make candles on my stovetop pot by pot. Yeah, which was eight pounds, eight pounds of wax and a pot. And then I'd go make some candles. And it was just a constant thing. It drove my husband nuts because there was just wax everywhere. And I was always in the kitchen, but not cooking. So smells great. You can't eat it. And uh, we eventually upgraded through the years to these different melters. 
but we just recently knew that we needed another melter and what better way than to get community support we launched this initiative saying hey guys we really need we can't hire an employee look i am not making that much money we want someone and eventually y'all out there that are ears perk we will hire eventually so stay tuned but the pandemic hit hard, so we've not been able to. So we figured we would add an additional equipment, piece of equipment. So we've now gone from a 65-pound melter, which we still have, to we've added a 106-pound melter, which the community helped us to purchase, allowing us to make more candles in one setting. And that's kind of what we want to do with these mystery boxes. You were absolutely right. Lots of businesses are doing them. I would encourage your business to do them if it is you know, set up in a way that it can. And even look at doing different price points. So we kept ours at a very, I think, budget-friendly price point. We're going to definitely do that again in May. So the biggest thing to do would be to watch the website, watch our Facebook. But we are going to do different price points. We did notice some people couldn't um, you know, afford to do it at that time or that they wanted more. We actually had one lady that bought four mystery boxes and she's giving them to friends and family. So we are going to be doing like a mini and then a like it and then give me like everything. Take my money, direct deposit box <laughs> as well. So we're going to do a bag, a medium box, and then an extra large box. And that'll go down in May. And those um, proceeds, they're going to help us start to kind of get supplies ready for Christmas, which I know sounds like way ahead. But again, COVID supply chain issues are still a major thing and really a major threat to our business. So we're going to try to get creative to start helping us be more prepared as the holidays come again that's exciting that's exciting the candles that were in the mystery boxes that sold out were, were they was it that um it was a really good value for the money were they limited edition cents or what what was the draw of the mystery box what, what do you think it was in your mind that that made them sell out so quick yeah so honestly i think it was it's a Great question, first off. And then second, I think it's a two-parter. So it was our standard size. So the candles that I mentioned earlier that we have like 40 that we usually keep in collection, which is great because that's a lot of candles and you don't know which four you're going to get. So that kind of makes it kind of fun and exciting. Everyone likes to be surprised, even if they tell you they don't. We love it. We need it. It's something that gives a little bit of fun to the, our life right now. And uh, But there were some brand new candles. Um, so candles that people had not ever smelled before. And there were some out of season ones. Um, so we had a few of our Christmas ones that we had tossed in there that we knew people loved. Um, and then we even had some that weren't in there at all. We had made a couple called uh, Bed and Breakfast for Lancaster Ridge Bed and Breakfast out of Epperda. And uh, it, it, no one got any of them because we don't keep them in the shop. But I had a few and I stuck those in boxes. So people are really excited. So I think it's just this like, I want to be surprised. And it, this is a fun way to go about doing it. But then it also is, it's the help. People want to help people. I think that's what we are designed to do as humans. And I know I love to support any way that I can, if I can. And if I can't, I'm going to find a creative way to do it. So one of the things that I hope I do well is stay consistently transparent with my with my business with my customers and so they knew this is what we needed again could not afford to hire an, like an actual person <laughs> just yet um so we wanted something that would help you know streamline us a little bit more because it's just my husband and i and we just kind of put this out there this is an expensive piece of equipment it's worth it um but we want to let you guys know this is what we're saving for and if you can help us you know please do so I don't want to say that it's charity necessarily, but 
it's people that are already invested in our business or people that potentially wanted to be invested. They wanted to start checking out our candles or, or come into the shop that then are intrigued and they want to help. And it's a reward, you know, Hey, we hit the mark. She got the melter, you know, look at these great candles I got. I can't wait to go back and get more. And I, I think it just, it makes it go around. Like this is my business. This is my husband's business, but I'm in your community. So it's your business too. And it's just, it's just nice. So I think that helps a lot of folks too, as well. They want to be a part of something. And I, and I think it's more satisfying to know that when you're in that situation from, from a customer's perspective, that you, you have that sense of accomplishment or, Hey, you know, these are the candles I help fund. It's just, it's just a whole yeah. new level of appreciation for the product. Absolutely. You're growing together. And how cool is that to see, you know, you don't see that sorry, Walmart, <laughs> but like you don't, you don't see that with Walmart, you know? <laughs> so it's nice that you can see that in your community. So yeah. And, and getting, getting back to your melter, um, I, I was uh, shocked that you, that you didn't uh, reveal that you name all your, your melters. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so yeah, we, okay. Let me not even say we, cause my poor husband, the man puts up with so much. Um, so I, me, Devin, not plural. Uh, I, I love The Office, the TV show The Office. And I legit rewatched it, I think, probably at least three times during the pandemic as well. It's just my comfort. Like I've gone through Friends and Seinfeld and Cheers. Oh, I mean, you got to love where everybody knows your name. But The Office just takes me back to a time. <laughs> it's just so much simpler. But uh, anyways, I very early in the business just started naming things because it felt good to, I guess, talk to myself because <laughs> I need candles either by myself because my husband's wrangling the kids or we're up until two o'clock in the morning doing it ourselves. So we're slightly delusional. And uh, yeah, I just started naming them. So we had we had a melter named Dwight. Rest in peace, Dwight. Yeah, Dwight died. Is that from Dwight, Dwight K. Schrute, by chance? Yeah, it was Schrute, Schrute Farms. He died, though. Uh, the melter went bad last year. So again, rest in peace, Dwight. We love you. Um, but my my van, I have a like my vehicle, my van is Pam, Pam the van. And then uh, my, my melter, before we got the big melter, is uh, Phyllis. And so Phyllis with Phyllis Vance. And then our big melter that we just got is Bob, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. And now that we print our own labels, which is Oscar, which funny story, we had a printer we first bought and we named it Kevin and Kevin never worked right. So we had to send Kevin back, um, which if you think about the TV show, The Office makes, I just, I did it to myself. It makes sense. So Kevin Malone went back. I received Oscar then in the mail. Oscar has been working fabulously. And uh, so ever since we got this label printer that prints all of our labels for us, I also now put labels. So Phyllis has her own name tag with her beautiful face on it as well. And then Bob literally just arrived. I mean, only gosh, last week, I think in the mail. And so he doesn't have his name tag yet, but we are, we're going to be working on it for sure. So you, you might have to start a second business when you run out of characters from the office. I know that's what my husband said too. He's like, you're not going to have enough people. And I said, I know, I know. Shh, don't, we can't talk like this right now. <laughs> I have enough things to stress about. I have, I had a green car back in the day, um, and I yeah. I love the uh, show Knight Rider, so fun fact, um, and I named my car Spinach, um, and my license plate <laughs> is named, or not named, but my license, legit Pennsylvania registration plate is Spinach, so if you see it, that's me, <laughs> so I'm with you on that. 
But then secondly, that's dedication, and I applaud that. <laughs> but if I do need to borrow your label, you know, to make another spinach or something, I, 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 can I hit you up? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, I got you. Hey, Oscar. <laughs> Back to work. <Yes. laughs> so before we started the podcast, we were talking how I kind of met you, um, and that was bringing some cupcakes from Kate's, uh, Kate Cakes & Co. Um, but one thing that I didn't tell you is... Uh, after we dropped off some stuff, Kate and I were watching Facebook and we were watching a video that you did because you do Facebook videos almost every day on your page. And why do you do that? Because I have a problem, Tim. My goodness. No. <laughs> no. So I, gosh, y'all need to, I wish you could, like, this was a video thing. So we could just pull up that Facebook live of me doing the kind of impromptu I just got these free cupcakes and let me tell the world about it. Um, It was full on just Devin and you can look it up folks. If you're listening and you're curious and you really want to know who I am on a daily basis, just scroll way back in the Facebook feed and you can find it. But no, I got during the pandemic again, gosh, the pandemic. Uh, But during the pandemic, I got free cupcakes. Someone had, um, you know, pass them on to me and I did this massive like Facebook live about it because I just, I love when people give and I, especially when it's something that's so sugary and awesome. And so I did a Facebook Live. But as far as doing them daily and why I decided to do them, I you have to know me. I think, I mean, I'm not trying to sell myself with these candles, but every single candle that is sold, I made. I mean, like legit, I don't want to say like slaved over the hot stove because the melters, thankfully, they run very efficiently. <laughs> but... You know, I I had to sit there and I had to wait and I had to pour the wax and then I had to do math, which I'm not very good at. So I had to do math for all of you. And then I had to stir for a certain amount of time, which is a few minutes, which again, if you know me and you're listening to me now, does it sound like I stand still all that often? And then I had to pour it into a candle and then, you know, it continues from there. I label it and everything. So you're getting an item that is, I mean, the definition if you looked it up in the dictionary of handmade and so i think it's really important for people to see the face of the business to know who made your stuff that you're getting and i found out very early on in our business and running a business that utilizing the tools social media aka um, that are available to you is super important and so i do encourage other small businesses to do facebook lives if they can or instagram lives or whatever it might be. And if it's not your thing, which it surprisingly was not mine at first, but you just got to kind of grin and bear it and go do it and you get better just like anything in life if you practice. But if it's really not your thing or you're super shy about it, recording things like do a pre-recorded, you know, video of your shop, you know, just show people around your store, not live, but on a video that then you can post. Um, Because it is a lot. It's a lot to handle with people liking and the laughy emoji. Are they laughing at me? Are they laughing with me? I don't know. I'm just going to keep talking. (laughs) But it was a way for me to connect to the customers, to the audience, to let them see what's coming up, to let them into the store without them necessarily having to show up that day. So it's a fun way for me to connect. That was a super long answer to your question. No, that's perfect. <laughs> Social media is definitely a, a big thing. And to have that interaction, I myself, you know, since I feel like I'm a millennial and I go on to YouTube almost every day and I watch family vloggers and just vloggers and, 
videos every day. It's like it's part of that part of that life and part of that culture that I'm like I'm kind of growing up into. I think that's just so cool just to as a business that you can use that as an outreach. Yeah, people want to feel invited mm-hmm. in, you know, and you can do that through your storefront and you can do that through how your store is decorated. Do that through the parking lot. You can do that through mailers and emails and all this stuff, but you can also do it through yourself. And so being able to be myself and just Hey guys, this is what's going on. Oh, my kid's screaming in the background. No big deal. I'm a mom of two while I also make candles. Like it's just a fun way to sneak peek into people's lives and businesses and, and just kind of see again, that other side, you know, I talked about transparency earlier. That's what we want. I mean, obviously we do want privacy from time to time, but we want you to know that you supporting us is literally supporting us. as a business, as a family. so And that's what that's one thing that I admire about you and that I've noticed about you from early on was the fact that you're willing to put yourself out there and, and do these videos nearly every day and just talk about not just your business and the candles, but about life, what's happening in your life, some of the challenges that you and your family might be facing, whether it's uh, you know, whatever, you know, things that uh, we all face at one point or another, but you, you're brave enough to put it all out there, not, not for necessarily sympathy but but like you said it's more about transparency and i i I really think that's uh uh you know everyone has their own uh sort of i guess level of comfort doing that and putting their face out on their social media pages but i I think a lot can be said for that yeah i mean i think it's it's definitely not for clout it's definitely not to like you said like it's i'm not doing it for that sympathy or anything like that and thank you for saying um, that I'm brave. Like that's, it's almost emotional for me, like hearing that from someone else. I, from the military and from just a lot of different things in my life have just learned it's always best to try to let people in. You know, there's going to be some people that meet you at the door. There's going to be some people that walk right away. They don't want to hear a thing. And there's going to be people that wave from a distance. And there's going to be people that walk in and sit down and want to have a conversation or want to listen. And there's a lot of things I avoid talking about, of course, because that's not what you come to my store for. You come for candles. But again, we are Life Moments Candle Co. Like we are there with you. I mean, we literally, we have a candle that comes out around the holidays every year called More Than Memories. And it's a candle that is for people that are missing people in their life because they've passed away for whatever reason. So we go there. And I, I, I tell my husband that a lot too. I mean, the man, he is a saint. Thank you. He might listen to this later. I don't know. <laughs> but he, he's a saint. God love him. And he is more quieter than I am. But you know, he supports me getting out there and, and addressing some of these things and talking about things that are going on in our life, whether it's our son with his autism or the challenges that we've faced as a small business or being you know, as a partnership together, husband and wife team doing this. And I just think it's, it's important to just talk about things. You know, again, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be like a talk show or anything, but I think if I can just help one person, maybe every day, just realize like, you got this, just hang it. It's like that motivational kitty poster, right? We've all seen it. The little kitten hanging on the tree branch, just hang in there. If I can be that for someone for one day, I feel like I've done my job better than selling a thousand candles to anyone. Uh, So just showing up and being a good human. (laughs) That's that's what I try to do. (laughs) Yeah. And and speaking of your husband, um, let him know that I I really like his glasses. 
Thanks. Yeah, see, <laughs> you wouldn't have known that if you didn't watch our Facebook lives. I yeah, I did my Ooh. homework. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it's been we've been married now. Like I said, it'll be six years that we've been married, been up here for seven, seven or eight. But yeah, um, next month will be our wedding anniversary. And the man never has gone to the eye doctor. And I know he needed to. And I finally got him in the door. And thank you. Yes, his glasses look great. Jordan, if you're listening, they look great. <laughs> and uh, shifting, uh, shifting to family life, uh, tell us um, uh, what it's like to live in a restored former schoolhouse. Yeah, ain't that crazy? So we uh, we rent. We rent from a lovely group of uh, a Mennonite family. And we actually had rented our very first house from them, which Pennsylvania Sunsets, the candle that I love, was inspired by the house that we lived in, and which is actually one mile up the road from where we're currently living. But back in May of last year, COVID sadly did force us out of a home that we were living in, uh, that we were renting, not the previous one I just mentioned. And so we came back to the the Mennonite family that we we stayed in touch with, and we kind of made a joke about wanting to move back, and we missed them. And again, by whatever you know divine intervention there was, the house we are currently I'm I'm you know talking to you and now and the one you're speaking of was actually coming up available. And so it is a house that we rent. Um, it's a home that was a. We're not exactly sure of the date, but we do have a neighbor up the way that his grandmother, who's in her 90s, um, went to the school. <laughs> so we know it's an over 100-year-old schoolhouse, one-room schoolhouse, that they then added like three additions onto to make it a house. And with the help of some amazing people, um, and I have to give a huge shout out to Trash to Treasures out of, I believe it's Adamsville. Um, here in Pennsylvania, and I know them from making their candles. They also created my checkout counter. So if you stop into my store in Brickerville, you'll see my lovely counter. They made that for me. Small business helping small business. They became friends. We wanted to help them out too, and they helped us with some of the restoration. And it was really just, you know, again, shout out to my landlord. Not sure that they would ever listen, but if they did, love you. They um, just kind of closed off this room and and weren't, you know, charging us or anything for it because they knew it was it was a mess. The people that lived here prior, they did not take care of it. And uh, and that's that's public knowledge. I'm not, you know, outing anyone there, but it was just sad and. I don't know what generation I'm supposed to be from, but I just, I like to leave things better than I found it. And I really respect the things that have stood the test of time, these like older historical things. And so we ripped up the old carpet. We found the original hardwood floors. They were a mess. Long story short, we fixed them. We had help with trash to treasures because again, as I mentioned earlier, I don't do anything when it comes to like, like what does a hammer do? I don't know. Does this go here? You know, like I'll try to hammer in a screw. Like I'm not good with those things. So they helped us. We brought it back to life. And this, I think it's about 600 square foot. Um, one room schoolhouse is now where we operate the production side of our business from. So it's fun because it's been restored to the, the way that it can at least continue on for us um, and hopefully never have to be like knocked down or anything. Um, but then it gives our candles like such a cool little story and, and we're making them back from home now and we've got this beautiful place to set up and, and make them from. And I mean, just even prior to getting on with you guys here to do the podcast, I was down there making candles. I was doing who wants pancakes and I was making um, morning coffee. So it's nice. So yeah, it's enjoyable. It's really good. And it's nice to see something be appreciated again. So thanks for asking about it. Did you ever think about releasing a candle called one room schoolhouse? 
Funny that you should ask this. Funny story, and you're getting the exclusive scoop here. Uh, so I haven't talked about this anywhere else. We actually are going to do something. So we are going to create a um, schoolhouse, an old schoolhouse or one-room schoolhouse collection of candles. So we do do these little mini releases or, or series, if you will, that are lower cost candles, but are still the same quality and are still our soy wax, the phthalate free, um, you know, highly reduced to no soot, you know, admission candles. And we do that because of course, you know, everybody has a price point, everybody has a budget. So we have the classic collection, we have the farmhouse collection, but we are currently working on the schoolhouse collection. And it's gonna be a collection that'll probably be in the $10 range and uh, with a very good size. So they'll last you quite a while. And they're going to be in a tin versus a glass. So this will be the first tin candles our audience will see. And we're going to try to put little, um, I don't know what you'd want to call them, not mottos, but like feel good, be a good person phrases on them, like what you would want your child to learn at school. Um, so they're going to have this like vintagey old feel, uh, but they're going to be hardy little guys because again, they're not in glass. They're going to be in tins. And we're going to try to put like a positive positive message on it as well. Um, you know, I really, I love quotes. I love things that make people feel good. The little like one liners or two sentences that can make people just kind of put that in their, you know, back pocket for later. So we're still working on the design. I do design all my own labels uh, myself. And now again, we print them. Shout out to Oscar again, the printer. Um, but yeah, we're working on that. We got the tins, I think last week and we're figuring out the sense. So yeah, you guys, the Littest Podcast just got a little exclusive scoop there. Way to go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It sounds like a great, great idea. Yeah. Um, and speaking about Lidditz, tell us uh, some of you and your family's favorite places around Lidditz. Yeah. So we live out in Robazonia. So let me first claim that. And I, you guys probably heard me say Lancaster earlier and I say it wrong every time. So I'm sorry. Pester County. I love you. Please. I'm from Florida. Go easy on me. Okay. I always, <laughs> I always get that. The locals, every time they get me, they're like, you're not from around here. And I'm like, no, I'm not. But the candles smell good. And they always agree with me that the candles smell good. But they, yeah, they, they don't like that. I don't say it right. But anyways, so I'm from Ravazonia, or we live out of Ravazonia, which is about 20-ish minutes back roads way um, from Lidditz. But I love downtown Lidditz. It's just such a cute, if you've never actually been into downtown Lidditz, and I've, yes, collectively clumped everyone together because it's such an experience, I feel. But it's so safe. It's so inviting. It's so warm. It's just a place that you want to walk around. And I feel like, especially here, now again, I always lived in the country parts of Florida, so we never walked anywhere. You rode a horse or you got into a car. But up here, it's like such a cool thing. It's like you guys have this own little novelty thing. So I would say go experience downtown Lidditz. You need to just go. Maybe don't go during fire and ice or like a big festival if you're not too sure about crowds. But go and just enjoy walking down the street. Because it's something, especially if you need that like step back quiet, it's something that's just it just takes you back, I think, to another time. So that's a really cool, I think, highlight there. But then, I mean, I got to shout out the Brickerville shops. You know, like I said, we're just outside downtown Lidditz. I never knew about them, honestly. I can't tell you how many times customers come in and they're like, oh, I didn't even know all these shops were back here. Because we're kind of, I mean, we're right there in your face. It's like losing your glasses and then realizing them that they're, you know, on your nose. But <laughs> we're right there. Um, but a lot of folks don't realize that. So it's a quaint little spot to visit and kind of spend a little bit of your day. And then shout out to Copper Cup. I can't 
not say hi. I kind of found them through the pandemic as well. One of my customers, um, as a little note of encouragement, gave me a gift card and told me to go take care of myself and go get a coffee. And they were right across the street from my store. And again, never, never been there, never ventured. And uh, I went and got a coffee and I'm, I'm slightly addicted. I, I love it. They put, if you don't know this about Copper Cup, and maybe I'm ruining it for them, but hopefully not. But on their hot drinks, anything that's hot that you get, they usually have, um, they put a note on the bottom of the cup which is funny because I just took my husband out to get a coffee the other day when we had to make a drop off to Purple Robin. I got an ice drink because I'm a weirdo because it's, you know, 16 degrees outside and I want a nice coffee. But he got a hot coffee and I reminded him, I was like, hey, look at the bottom of your cup. There's a note. <laughs> you got to read it. But they always put something encouraging. So again, it's that little like extra touch um, that I just appreciate. And I'm sure their customers too, too. So Copper Cup is awesome. Yeah, I I've been to Copper, Copper Cup a couple of times. They, they are great. I didn't know about the message on yep. the uh, bottom of the cup, I'll have to uh, made you look check it out, and, and I'll make sure that I finish the drink before I look. Yes, yes, that is definitely a note to make. Um, you know, hot beverages filled in your lap, not fun. Don't do it. Look That's after. Right. That's See, right. I'm with you though. I will take an iced coffee no matter. It, it could be a blizzard outside. Like, don't get me wrong. I will take a hot coffee, but I I do love my iced coffee. I will I'll sip on that. Yeah. So we were we were talking on another show about uh, how I personally eat more ice cream during the winter time and <laughs> versus the summertime. So I think there's something uh, to say and uh, about that madness. Yeah. Okay. I'm not the only one. That makes me feel good. Thank you. <laughs> sure. So what does the future hold for Life Moment Candle Company? I know with, you know, you got Dwight, you got Pam, you got Bob, you got Oscar now. Is there going to be a Kevin? Is there going to be a Steve? Is there, is, what, what's the future going to hold? Yeah. Well, I mean, world domination, <laughs> of course, and probably, you know, a bed and breakfast or two, Shroot Farms. No. Um, so Kevin oh, went yes. back again. We had a Kevin Malone. Yep. Kevin went back. We got Oscar, so we won't go down that road again. Um, but we definitely want, we want to continue to add to the cast 100%. Um, but the big thing that we want to do is, I say big thing, and then I think of three things. God, I'm so, I'm so me. But <laughs> three things that we want to do is we really want to get plugged into the community. You know, Life Moments Candle Co. expanding is great, but we really want to find a way to be a part of the community that we are already plugged into. Um, so helping out, you know, we do a lot with local fundraisers, cheerleading teams, the high schools. We did a lot of the seniors graduating gifts um, for Warwick, for Ephrata, Cocalico. Um, we actually in the newspaper for the Ephrata ones as well. Um, and we love to do that. So we want to stay connected with you guys because your, your guys' lives, you know, are part of our life moments as well. Um, so plugging into the community, we definitely want to hire. We would love to hire locally. Um, so obviously being able to put jobs out there, I think every small business wants to do that. You know, we already pay our taxes, right? There's so many taxes. So we already do that. So now let's go ahead and pay the taxes and hire people in the community. So we want to do that. And then it just keep moving the train forward. I mean, we would love to see Life Moments Candle Co. just kind of blow up on the East Coast. I, I think our candles have a really powerful way of reminding us what matters most and to slow down and to enjoy what you have when you have it. And a candle is something that it stays around, but it doesn't stay around forever, much like the things we experience in our lives. So being able to see us continue not just to grow in Pennsylvania, but throughout 
you know, hopefully the US, but at least the East Coast. I mean, shout out to Florida. I mean, I'm from there. Someone down there, if you're listening, I know it's a Lidditz podcast, but you never know. We can have we can have people connected. Like we need to be down there, you know, we need to be in South Carolina. We want it, we want to grow and expand. So by far, number one, help the community, try to give back, you know, the senior community, veteran community, special needs community, you know, things that obviously have touched our lives. Um, but then also just the locals in general, being able to put jobs out there. We want to hire folks. Um, we want to give them life skills, you know, maybe inspire them to open up their own business or, you know, maybe have them help to open up more, you know, branches of life moments, Candle Co. And then of course, you know, continuing to, to expand. So definitely that's, that's awesome. That's, that's I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited to see the the journey that keeps on growing for you guys. Cause I think it's awesome. Now, who takes the amazing photos on your website? Because I myself am a photographer, Thanks. and I would love to uh, <laughs> love to know who takes the amazing photos on your your website. There we go. There's... Yes, okay. I can. I mean, you are. You're an amazing photographer. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> no, no, I no, you are. And uh, and I like to sometimes think that I'm a good photographer. Uh, so it is a fifty fifty split on our website. Uh, I take a lot of the photos and self-taught i've just been doing it from my phone learned some editing you know tips and tricks um so a lot of the pictures that you see are taken by me or even my husband if i'm in it because you know it's hard to take a selfie kind of thing uh, i'm not from that generation i was the pre-selfie generation but then um vantage photography are my photographers uh we met them um gosh i think right about when we opened they were customers become friends now they do all of our product photography so basically anything that looks like it wasn't taken on a cell phone it's not me <laughs> it's, it's them um minus one i did get one really good shot of swing sets in summertime last year they were i blew them away so it's always good when you make a professional photographer slightly jealous of your own photo that you took on your phone <laughs> so it's sometimes me sometimes them mixed together and thank you because we try really hard to bring kind of the authenticity of our candles through these photos for you guys to experience because of course you can't can't smell online you know we're in the 2000s but we don't have smell yet, yet one day so <laughs> one day it'll happen i'm gonna say i already answered that question so talk about the future give us some social media pages and the websites that our listeners can get in contact with you to see some of more of your candles and some of the soaps that you offer but mostly the candles um, and even possibly future things? Sure. Yeah. So if you're just like straightforward, let me see the candles, where are you at? Give me the, the straightforward information. Website is the best place to go. Go to www.lifemoments, that's plural, moments, candleco, co dot com. So lifemomentscandleco.com. Uh, I, again, have done the website. I'm open to compliments because that took a long time. <laughs> On the back every now and then, I am not a professional. Please do not ask me to do your website. But gosh, yeah, I've obsessed over it for an entire day. I made it and I think it looks good. So I am not afraid to throw that line out there and fish in a compliment every now and then. But the website is definitely a good place to start. If you like me <laughs> or you think let me let me say it this way if you think you can stand me um or you really just want the most up-to-date information because we do release a brand new candle every month 
on top of we bring back candles. So like our spring collection is about to come back with like honeysuckles and lilacs. Um, we have a new candle coming out called All Things New in March, we, which is brand new. No one's ever smelled it. We have raindrops on tin roofs, a candle that's coming out in April. So if you want to be up to date with all of that, the Facebook is definitely the place to go. You're going to get all the Facebook lives and posts and stuff like that. But it's just kind of the most up-to-date information. And we stay very consistent on it. Um, and I am the one <laughs> behind that madness. So you'll just uh, Facebook search Life Moments Candle Co. as well. Uh, we are on Instagram too. Same thing. You can search there. I'm really I, I'm bad at it. When I when we didn't have a uh, retail store, physical brick and mortar, our main focus was Instagram and we had a very large following with it. But then I think for local businesses, when you become a brick and mortar, Facebook is so much easier to navigate. So we moved over there. So we do have an Instagram, not as active on it, try to be more. But uh, if you like it, you can go and find it too. But those are the main things uh, for you guys to find us on. Great. Well, th thank you so much, Devin. And uh, again, uh Thank you for your service. And uh, you really put your heart and soul into your business and it shows and uh, we're big fans. And um, obviously starting a business takes a lot of work. You're jumping off a cliff and kind of closing your eyes. And uh, it's it's the, the small things you do from your Facebook videos to, to the amount of love you put into your candles definitely shows. Thanks guys. I really appreciate you guys having me on it. It honestly felt like such an honor to just kind of get plugged in in this really cool way in the community. So definitely take, you know, taking that time to listen to me because <laughs> I always have a lot to say and inviting me on. I just appreciate it so much. Well, that's such an honor. And hey, if you ever, you ever want to do a candle highlight podcast again or smells of lidits, I don't know. I can start throwing creative ideas at you. I've got well, you. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I might take you up on that. There's actually one candle I don't think we mentioned that uh, is very near and dear to Tim's heart, Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons. Oh my God! How did I Tim's not a big, Tim, that? Tim's a big cereal fan. <laughs> Tim, that was an accident. That was that candle was not supposed to be. But yeah, so Saturday, the Saturday cartoon one or cartoons and cereal as we call it, um, it is Fruit Loops, and it literally. I mean, sometimes I surprise myself. It literally smells exactly like Fruit Loops, and it was supposed to be a spoof off of one of our Halloween candles. We make some funny Halloween candles every year. And I was going for a Skittles smell because our customers were used to it. And then Fruit Loops came to be. But yeah, no, no lie. I thought you were going to say horse and buggy <laughs> for whatever reason, because we just put that out like two oh. months ago. Yeah, it does not smell like manure. <laughs> I promise you guys. It smells very good. But I was, yeah, I don't know why near and dear and horse and buggy came to my mind there. But yeah, as you can tell, for anyone still listening at this point, we've gone down the rabbit hole. There's a lot of candles with a lot of fun names and you just got to come in and smell them. Try them for yourself. Do you personally prefer the, the sweeter candy, flat, you know, flowery smells or do you more like the musk, pine, tobacco scents? You, you personally? Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> no, I I love them all. So I I don't make a candle that I don't like unless it's I mean, I've been asked to make like the licorice, which I'm sorry if I've offended any licorice loving fans out there. I just I just don't like it. Um, but for the most part, all the candles I make, I actually enjoy. So I'm not a floral person, but the floral candles I make, I would burn. Um, so it's kind of like I take it as a personal challenge to try to make candles that everyone would at least say, hmm, if I got this as a gift, I would throw it away 
<laughs> which may not be a very high bar to set, but it's what I do. But personally, I want to say I probably am more of that home smell. Like you walk in the door and you're just, ah, I'm home. So I think most of the time that would be more of the like tobacco and that like fresh, not necessarily a sweet linen, but like a clean linen. So yeah, just more of like real life smells. But I have tricked myself twice now with my mom's fresh baked cookie candle. My husband lit it when I was at work and I walked in and I got, I literally got mad at him because I thought there was actual cookies that had been made. And no, I, they, they weren't, it was my candle and, <laughs> and we fought. No, I'm just kidding. We're yeah. How about you, Do you prefer the, the more of the floral scents or the sweet candy type ones or the more, you know, ones that kind of like uh, smells like pine or like I said, tobacco? What, do, where, where's your where's your sense of, of smell at when it comes to those things? I'm, do you have a preference? I, the, the answer is no. I think it's, but it's like, a, <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest, the answer is no. Um, but I think it just depends on my mood um, because sometimes I am in with life is just fast paced and I just want like something calming and something kind of that will remind me of like my grandparents house or something. And it's just like the pine or something like something like that would kind of like calm me down. But if I want, if I'm already like calm or something, if I just want a different scent, like, you know, a floral or something else, like, but um, yeah, I, I think anything, it just, I, honestly, it just depends on my mood. And that's a lot of people. A lot of people are like that for sure. Corey, you asked us the question. So, <laughs> you want the licorice one. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I actually love, I was telling Tim just earlier today, I love red licorice, although I know it's not for everyone. I, I like the sweet ones, like the watermelons and the, right. and the, um, the strawberry ones. Oh. And uh, I'm not too much of a pumpkin spice scent person, although I, I can take it, you know, in very small doses. I'm sure the cartoon cereal one is amazing peach orchard and the macintosh apple yeah. like so I, I i love the sweet ones although i do you had mentioned i do like the uh, the linen ones yeah. where it's like you know the laundry hanging outside on the wash line and uh, also I, I i don't know what it's called but i've seen i've smelled ones that are like this might sound weird fresh cut grass is another oh, yeah. one of my, so i'm not too i'm not too big on the spicy you know ones like that like i said i, I like the the, the floral ones are okay, but given the choice, I like the, the sweeter ones. The ones that, like you said, you, well, and the cookie one too would be good. Yeah, no, so you definitely would like, you know, swing sets in summertime. We have a candle called Strawberry Picking, which is kind of the, the homage, if you will, to Florida, because Florida is known for strawberries as well. Um, so Strawberry Picking is a good one. It smells literally like you're walking through picking strawberries and Country Clothesline is another one. But I just have to point out that we're all three slightly ridiculous because we started mm -hmm. listing off our scents and we literally went across the board everywhere. We we're both like, well, yeah, we like this and this. And then we go all the way to the whatever direction. And we're like, but we also like this chocolate candle, but you know, I, and then I could do a floral over here. <laughs> we like them all. We should just all agree. We like them all. Yeah. <laughs> it, would you say that that's fair across your customer base too? I think, I think with us, yes. And I think that's a great point to bring up, even though none of us intended it, is I have plenty of people. We do divide the store by scent. So we have bold and bakey kind of in one spot, fresh, floral, fruity in the other. People always end up, they'll say, you know, this is what I like. And I'd say, cool, go to this bookshop. This is kind of where it's at. And of course, they still navigate. We're humans. We like to explore. And they will end up with candles on both shelves because our scent is so true. Like I said, strawberry picking. 
I don't necessarily like all the fruits all the time. I actually have strawberry picking burning in my bathroom right now. And it's just such a delightful scent. I mean, it's just, it's just nice. It smells very true to what it is. I called a candle um, earlier today on a Facebook live I was doing honest. And I thought, you know, in the aftermath of doing that Facebook live, I'm like, that's, that's a really good way to describe our candles. It's just an honest smell. So if you come in to smell these, it's going to smell like you just pulled chocolate chip cookies out of the oven, or you just opened up that fresh box of Fruit Loops, or you just hung, you know, wet clothes right out there on a summer day on the line. I mean, you can't get more, I think, <laughs> to the scent, you know, to the point, if you will, to the scent point uh, than, than these candles. And now I'm talking too much about myself, so I'm going to stop. But I don't like to toot my own horn, but toot toot. I do like <laughs> <the> candles. <laughs> and, and what's the advantage of, of a soy candle? I don't think we talked about this. So what's the advantage of a soy candle versus a traditional wax candle? Yeah, so that's, that's actually a really good point to bring up. So all of our candles and wax melts my husband makes the wax melts too. They are all soy. Um, soy is from the soybean, which our soy wax is grown from soybeans in the U.S. So we are supporting American farmers as well and uh, American manufacturing. And because it's a plant, it is natural. Now, of course, there can be additives and all this stuff, but we do go as natural as humanly possible. We don't add any like UV blockers or anything to our candles. This is also why we don't, we get this question a lot about dyeing our candles. We do not add dyes. You'll see that sometimes for Easter and the holidays, but if I ever do a dyed candle, I always have an undyed one as well. So again, no coloring, but they they don't produce as much soot. The soot that a, because all, all fire releases carbon and releases soot, but the amount that a soy wax candle releases will not leave that black grossness on your ceilings and in your air filters, and more importantly, in your lungs or in your, if you have children or you have anyone um, that's older or has asthma, it does not affect them the way that a paraffin candle does, which has a lot of petroleum in it. Um, but it also is, and I mean, this would be a podcast for another day. It also is all about your oil, the quality of the oils that you use, the wick that you use. A lot of people don't realize wicks the candles on the market have metal in them you don't want to be burning metal in your house you know that's it's not good for you you know so a lot of it comes down to personal education um, but because there's other wax options out there too but for us and my family and our business we definitely found that we weren't just settling with using soy wax we were using i personally think some of the more superior um, wax types out there as far as personal health goes. Thanks for clarifying that. I, I should have asked that earlier. Um, well, thanks again for um, joining us. And uh, we had a great time and uh, it was great to learn a little bit more about you. And uh, we will definitely, you know, post your links, your social media links, share them on our page. We, we actually just did a little fundraiser with t-shirts. I mean, it's still going on. It ends in a few days, but it says keep local alive. And then the quote underneath says, you know, there's a story behind every business. So no, I really applaud you guys for what you're doing. I almost instant content and instant, you know, stories and what you want to know and what you want to hear and what you need to know to put small businesses like back in the spotlight. So I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And I think I think it's such a great thing because you're going to have that basis. People want to know and they want to know what's going on in their community. So it's awesome. Like I said, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. So thanks for having me on the list because that's just, it's really cool for me. Devin, th thank you again so, so much. It's been a great pleasure and an honor to uh, to talk to you. I, I, I told Tim, I said, you watch, this is going to be one of our best shows. Definitely. I, I, really I definitely agree with you. <laughs> 
You guys. <laughs> well, like I said, if you ever want to have me on again, I am more than willing to do it. I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your week. And uh, yeah, once again, it's just an honor for both my husband and myself and for our business. It, it means it really means the world to us to to be highlighted in this way and, and just get that little recognition in a time that feels still a little bit dark and uncertain. So thanks again, guys. I hope you guys yeah. have a lovely evening. Okay. Thank, thank you. You too. Bye, All right. Bye, guys. All right. So uh, I, I think she did an excellent. I loved it. Um, I loved every little story. And again, I, I took some notes and I just thought it was so cool just hearing her story and the different smells and what it actually means and it, it actually like just kind of felt like it opened up like it, it didn't it made sense to me but then when she was explaining it, it was like it made even more sense why it's called life moment candles i think that's i think it's really cool so i enjoyed having her on yeah and one thing that i've probably said four times already and and i guess it's worth another mention is the fact that she really puts herself out there i mean she really puts her heart and her soul into that business and, and it shows So Tim, what's uh, what's been new? Nothing much, lately? as usual. Um, I've been starting to do uh, continue the photography, and I've been doing a little video takeout series, um, and just wanted to continue to support local. Um, I've been going to local restaurants and uh, kind of doing like a self vlog eating series where I just I grab food and eat it in my car, where at the safe distance of just myself and. I do a little food review, so I've been going around to different little businesses. But that's basically what I've been up to. What about you? I, I have to ask you, going back to the Takeout Tuesdays, they're sponsored, right? Like they're they're. <laughs> oh, I wish, but no, this it. is all me. This is a honest review from your host, Tim. Um, I'm just I'm going out about just spending my own money and buying things. Um, on so honestly, the the first two episodes were technically surprises. Like a lot of people ask me like why I do this. Um, and I just like, I don't know. Cause I want, I want the curator. I want the person making either making the food or the person at the place to kind of give me their best of the best and be like, Hey, I've never been here before. Tell me what you think is the best and I will eat it. And I was recommended on the very first episode was a burrito. Cause I have my go-to at Dosi -Do, So I went out of my comfort zone. I got something that I would never order and it was delicious. And then I went so after Dosi -Do, I went to Zig's. Um, and I just said, Hey, never been here. Just give me the best of what or what you would recommend. And the lady gave me like this turkey bacon sandwich. Um, and it was amazing. So I've just, yeah, it's not sponsored. It's all just food that they think is the best. And I'm continuing to, uh, try different things. I don't, do you have any recommendations? I mean, there's so many eateries and, you know, restaurants in downtown Lidditz. I mean, I would recommend everyone if you haven't tried it. There's such a diverse choices. I mean, Mexican, you've got Italian, you've you've got uh, Chinese, you've got, um, I, I mean, you know, like, I don't want to say bar type food, but pub food, like burgers, wings, fries. I mean, I envision sometime, Tim, when we can do this, like, safely, we, we should do food challenges. And we, we're sitting at, like, a long six-foot table. And in front of in front of us are like you know uh, eight different slices of pizza and and uh, I, I I think that that's that would be like a whole other uh, yeah definitely I think that'd be fun do. and I think that's just who doesn't love eating so <laughs> I mean I think I know I mean, <laughs> oh mine too 
<laughs> so anywho, Corey, what about you? What have you been up to? Well, I've been spending the last couple of days when I'm not busy doing other things, putting a small game together. And uh, these are questions that um, our listeners can kind of get us to, get to know us even better. And I call it the this or that game. And it's a popular game. You're given two choices and you can only have one the rest of your life. So I'm going to give you two choices here. And then you're going to say which one, if you can only have one uh, for the rest of your life, the other one would go away. And then I'll give you my, my option. Okay. So first one, remember, you can only choose one. Salt or pepper. Oh, no. How about... Can I go to Costco quick and buy that thing? Isn't there one that's combined? Like you can do it all in one? Like as a mix? Is that does that count? Oh. <laughs> Cheater! <laughs> yeah, it's Spapper, yeah, it's pepper, yeah. It's called Spapper. Oh man. Oh yeah. That's a tough one because oh I'm all right. Well think about that. Good. We'll come back to it, okay? So I'll I'll reveal my favorite when we come back to it. So the next one, a uh, spoiler alert, they don't get any Three. easier. Okay, next one. TV or movies? Let me kind of explain that one you can only ever go to the movie theater for the rest of your life or watch tv and tv is network tv netflix streaming anything on a tv screen so either movie theater or a tv what oh you man i'm sorry pen but i'm gonna have to go with the tv unless i live at penn cinema but i i, I don't think penn will let me uh, rent out a uh, movie theater 103 or something like that you know so I, i'm gonna have to say i'm gonna have to say tv i'll have to take tv all right it might surprise you okay. i'm gonna say okay. movie theater movies all right now obviously the next one is we know uh, these two go great together but it, you can only have one the rest of your life Peanut butter, peanut butter, jelly? peanut butter all the way, and it has to be chunky peanut butter. Yeah. I, I love the crunch. Uh, peanut butter is one of my all-time favorite uh, snacks, foods. I mean, there were times when you can eat it right yep. out of the jar. Oh, it's so good. All right, next one. Um, cats. Oh no, I love both. See, d dogs you have to train. Cats just. I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to say cats because I know someone that had a cat that basically act like a dog and it was the best cat. And if you have, if you are looking for to get a cat, look for the cats that act like dogs. They're the best cats you can buy. So I'm just going to have to say cats. Yeah. Same here. Cats. I'm a big cat fan. All right. Next one. Summer or winter? <sighs> I was literally just telling myself, you know, because we got all the snow a couple weeks ago. I just want summer, but I know it's going to be July or August, August or July, and I'm going to be like, man, I just want winter because I want to be cold. I think I am more, I, I'm going to aim more of a summer person. Personally, I, I like winter true, better because I don't like the humidity, and uh, I like I like fall better than spring because I would I would take um uh you know kind of like crunchy leaves over like rain no, I get and, that, yeah. and so forth. Which leads me to my next question: snow or rain? Even though I said summer, I'm gonna go polar opposite. I'm gonna say I'd rather have snow. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think I'd rather have snow as well. All right, now get ready because the next three are um, pretty hardcore food questions. All right, pizza or tacos? I'm. Oh, man, I'm going to have to say tacos, 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 Tim's Taco Tuesdays. Those are those are All the right. best <laughs> pizza. I'm, I'm going to have to go with pizza, kind of like peanut butter pizzas, like in my top five, all top five favorite foods of all time. I mean, even bad pizza is, is good yeah. in my eyes. <laughs> all right. Another tough one. Don't don't hate me for this, but you have to choose bagels or donuts. Ooh, 
they're both so good. I, because I am such a sweet tooth person, um, I'm definitely gonna have to go with donuts on this because I love, I love a good donut. I've never actually been much of a donut person. I, I do like them. I might eat two or three donuts a year, but <sighs> bagels, oh, I could eat a bagel every day. Oh God. All right, next one. Hot dogs or hamburgers? I will go with hamburgers and uh, kind of going back to the peanut butter. I don't know if anybody else does this, but I actually put, peanut butter on my hamburgers and i absolutely love it but hamburgers all the way i've actually heard of that and 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 talk, talking about an earlier choice i've been known to put peanut butter on on slices of pizza and and i tell you you, it, you have not lived until you try that it sounds gross but you got this you got the savory you got a little sweet it is so good last one uh, assuming all things are equal shopping at the mall or shopping online mm -hmm. See, I was at the mall the other day, and I was—I I, I liked the atmosphere. You know, every everybody was keeping distant. It wasn't as busy, and you know, I want to support the brick and mortars inside the mall. But like convenience of ordering online, and of course, you can—even we we're just talking to Devin—we can order on her website. So. I think I'm going to have to say shopping online. All right. Well, actually, I, I, I'm one of those few men, and, and I don't mean to stereotype anyone, but I'm one of the few men I know who actually like to shop. Uh, now, I don't spend all day doing it, but I, I, I kind of, some days I just like roaming around Park City Mall, which is our local mall here in Lancaster. So, um, I, yeah, I absolutely like to shop local. I absolutely like to shop online. But given the choice, I, I, I like to shop at a, a local mall. Too. That's awesome. All right, so circling back, moment of truth, salt. I'm going to go with salt, salt bay all the way. Okay, all right. I mean, you know, I like salty snacks, but I, I like hot and spicy, I guess, if you want to call pepper. Nice, that's nice. I'm going with pepper. <laughs> This week, I'm going to take you back to the month of March in 1911, and, and we're going to talk about a small theater, a, a small vaudeville theater and movie house that was right on North Broad Street in downtown Lidditz. It was called the Springs Theater, and uh, the venue occupied the former building of the Home Theater, which uh, at the time was right next to the Parkview Hotel for let its locals you can kind of imagine where that is promised to provide the best in moving pictures and live vaudeville entertainment in the area although history tells us that performances in Lidditz date back to at least 1903 when it has to do with film it was the springs theater that would house the most permanent space of its kind albeit short in Lidditz history inside the owners had a small stage erected where up to four people could perform Additionally, a contract was made with the independent film company, which would supply the very best moving pictures of that era. Now, remember, this is 1911. A brand new 12 foot by 12 foot curtain was placed at the rear of the stage and a modest piano was purchased, which could provide a live soundtrack to the silent movies for the mere price of a nickel, five cents. Visitors from all over could attend a show, uh, but on Saturday evenings, 10 cents was the price of admission. So the grand opening weekend took place in April of 1911 and uh, featured Andy Johns, who was uh, billed as America's clever ventriloquist, who brought, who brought, oh gosh, I'm reading this, 
who brought along his wooden-headed family to entertain the masses. So these were, you know, ventriloquist puppets, ventriloquism you know, puppets that were made of wood. Uh, again, this was over 100 years ago. That's how they were made. The next weekend, a one-man band called Musical Trewitz captivated audiences. His ability to play the harmonica, guitar, banjo, chimes, Japanese fiddle, electric drums, and musical bottles, uh, certainly a sight to see, it, I, a see, I imagine. Trewitz was also known for playing leading vaudeville theaters around the country, and his act was met with great applause and astonishment in Lidditz when he strummed the banjo while juggling. A short time later, a gentleman named Pony Sampson was on the playbill at the Springs Theater, and he thrilled audiences with his lassoing and other cowboy feats. In true vaudeville style, he gave free short exhibitions at the front door of the theater before each show. Shortly after his performances came to a close, he joined Buffalo Bill's Wild West show in Lancaster, where they played to capacity crowds at the Fulton Opera House. Obviously, they don't play vaudeville shows anymore at the Fulton Opera House, but the Fulton Opera House is still located in downtown Lancaster and does still put on live shows. So during the week of April 20th, a gentleman named Fraley the Ventriloquist took the stage, and uh, he was a hit. And uh, he was known as Ned Fraley in real life, and uh, he was from Lancaster. And uh, he was a, a kind of a famous magician of his time and uh, known not just around Lancaster, but uh, known all around Pennsylvania. That same week, a brand new moving picture machine was, was uh, put into use. It proved to be a tremendous success, projecting three Western movies as well as a baseball game played between the Chicago Cubs and the Philadelphia Athletics. And uh, Miss Elizabeth Havel provided the entertainment for the week of April 27th with her singing and dancing. Sadly, the Springs Theater only lasted a very short time and only a handful of performances were known to exist. But uh, uh, during that one short season in 1911, they entertained many people from near- That's pretty far. cool. What do you think? And it was located you know, right downtown in Lidditz. That's awesome. Right in downtown Lidditz, right on North Broad Street. Again, the building is is uh, no longer there. I, I uh, did do an article on this that I'll post on our page so people can- uh, see what the building used to look like around uh, the turn of the last century. So um, I'll, I'll post the article and I'll post a link to the uh, photo. But you know, it just lit. It just goes to show you our town uh, from a very early time is was just filled with a lot of talented people, um, a lot of gifted people, and uh, that that certainly is. Um, yeah. Could you imagine going up today. to Rock Lidditz and be like, "Hi, I'll, I'll see whoever's performing tonight, and here's a nickel, or if it's a, if it's a weekend, here's here's a dime." Yeah, I, I would be especially interested if uh, I go to Rock Lidditz and 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 pay a nickel or a dime to see that while somebody's uh, you know juggling a piano <laughs> while on a unicycle or something, you know. <laughs> but uh, it happened at the Springs Theater, so acrobats and ventriloquists and magicians and pantomimes and singers and uh, uh, vaudeville is, is kind of a, an area of history and entertainment that always kind of fascinated me. So I always like to uh, read up on it and, and listen to podcasts about it. And uh, uh, if you know who the Three Stooges are, which I hope you do, they got their start in vaudeville. So did the Marx Brothers, this really big comedy acts of their time. Uh, many of them got their start in vaudeville. And, and uh, who knew we had a small vaudeville That's theater awesome. right here in downtown Lidditz 100 years ago. Yeah. 
All right. So as uh, we wrap this up, anything else you want to say, Tim? Uh, not thanks to everybody. Continue supporting and listening to us. Um, I and Corey both greatly appreciate it. Um, and hopefully you can uh, catch some older podcast, um, more recent ones, I should say, because we've only been doing this for a short time. But uh, take a listen to any while you're driving, while you're doing some work at home or whatever. Um, we definitely greatly appreciate that. And also supporting local. I should say that. <laughs> uh, all of our back episodes are, are uh, on the platform uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. So give them a listen and follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And we want to thank Devin Strickler one more time from Life Moments Candle Company for being our guest today. She just did a fantastic job and uh, we're big fans of her business. And uh, next time you get a chance, next time you're out in Brookerville, visit her shop. I know she'd very much appreciate it. Check her website, check the products and, uh, you know, purchase a candle or two or 10. And uh, you definitely will not be disappointed. Every single one of her candles is made with so much love. So with, with that, Tim, uh, we um, wrap up this episode. And, yeah, sounds uh, good. I'll talk we'll to you later. Talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in today, everyone. And be sure to follow Alinets Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.